Hey, what's going on? Welcome to The Doug Show. My name is Doug Cunnington, and in this episode, I'm going to talk about the helpful content update recovery plan. You see, a couple weeks ago, I sent out an email and I said, ah, you know what? I don't know if there are true recovery plans out there. These recent updates, they've, they've been underwhelming. And there's the typical advice out there. This was my premise. The typical advice was out there. Improve content. Maybe you take a look and make sure your site is technically okay. And publish content. Update it. Update the dates. Put new images on there. Just make it as good as you possibly can. And maybe in a few months, maybe in six months or 12 months, your site will get a little bit more traffic. Maybe... The next update needs to come around before you get any sort of an impact, but do a shitload of work. It's positive work. It, it should help things, right? You're making the content better, but in the long run, you don't know if it's going to work. And some people that emailed me, they lost 50, 60, 80% of their traffic. So I sent out an email and said, hey, let me know if your site went up in rankings or if you found any sort of a uh, improvement plan that you believe should work, which is a little weird way to phrase it. But basically, have you done anything where you got a positive impact? Now, the trick part of the question here is I know that even if you did everything right, it would take a little bit of time for your site to recover. Like I mentioned, a lot of times it's very slow and maybe the next update needs to roll out before you know if your work paid off or not. That said, two fine people, two fine listeners, they emailed me back and gave me some additional information. One, one person is named Jack, and I'm not gonna reveal any sites or anything. I double-checked to find out what information I could share. So I verified all this stuff. So Jack emailed me, and it looks like maybe the things that he did didn't really matter. And we went back and forth, which I'll, I'll let you know all the things that he did and his plan to sort of future proof in the future as well. And someone from Germany named Tobias, he did some things that maybe it is working. He actually sent over some graphs for me to take a look at as well. And it lines up with Pastor Duke, who's been on the show. It's been a few years, but he left a comment on this episode a couple weeks ago, and it reflected the same thing that Tobias mentioned. So that's at the end. Stick around for that. This is going to be a short episode. I'm just going to get to the point here. There are a lot of details, especially that Jack provided here, and I think it is quite valuable. I'm going to read it out the best I can. It's always tough. It's always tough to read, even though I'm an avid reader. Reading out loud is a special skill. Here's what Jack says. As you could probably see, it's a creative niche, which he told me the URL, but I'm not going to share it here. So most people do this as a hobby, and there's a segment of the audience that are professionals in the industry. I write all the content myself, and I haven't hired any writers. I don't use AI to write any of the content, but I use it occasionally for administrative tasks like keyword research or topic ideas. The site is about three years old and I work on it part-time, very limited part-time. 
I have another freelance gig that supports me, so I'm not reliant on this site for income. So the stats before the helpful content update in the fall of 2023, about 100 articles. Monthly page views are about 8,000. Daily page views are about three to 400. And the monthly revenue is 600 to 1,200, all affiliate income. After the helpful content update in September, the site dropped to about 30 visitors per day, and the October revenue dropped down to 450, so pretty dramatic. It came back up for a few days after the update was done rolling out, and then the core update and the spam updates in October came around, and I'm going to go ahead and share this graph here for the people that are viewing, and for the you know, the listeners out there, you see a, a graph over on uh, analytics where it's kind of climbing. There's some up and down, but it's kind of climbing. And then it drops off to very low. And then for about a week, it pops back up where it should be, where it was. And then it drops back down again. And then after the October core update and the spam update, it pops back up and it continues on as if nothing happened at all. But there's a couple canyons in there that really, uh, you know, it looks ridiculous. It, <laughs> it looks ridiculous. And it's one of those things that I hear about and I see. And if you go look around on Hrefs or another tool like that, you can see these sites where they're, they're just hammered by the updates. They go up and down and up and down. And the people are not changing anything. They're not going and like making massive updates. It's just the algorithm is treating them harshly because they are right on the threshold of one of the ranking factors, whatever it might be. So like I said, Jack said, ah, I kind of recovered the site. Now, when I emailed him back, I said, ah, it looks like you just got helped out by the update. And while the updates were rolling out, things were in churn. But it, at the end of the day, you just got helped out by these two updates. Jack agreed and said, yeah, that's probably right. That said, all his tips here are pretty decent. So I'm going to go through them here. Uh, maybe not verbatim, but I'll get to the main points. And please leave a comment if you want to go deeper into any one of these areas. Let me know what you want to know more about. Or if you have any questions, now's a good time to give you a call to action and say, if you have seen an uh, any kind of improvement after these updates, or maybe you have taken some specific action, maybe what Tobias told us about, which I'll get to in a second, let us know, even if it's anecdotally, even if it's just an N of one, what have you seen? Maybe you tried this and it didn't work. So let's get back to Jack's email. I didn't do anything drastic, mostly some little changes here and there. So number one, he was patient. So Jack was patient. He says, I waited out the storm. So throughout the updates, I kept publishing content as if nothing happened. I figured knee-jerk reactions would do more harm than good. I agree with that. You really have to wait these things out and make sure the updates are finished. And you could even pause a little bit as well. I know it could be really hard to do, especially if your site has dropped in revenue, like right at the beginning of an update. Don't do anything crazy. Let the update finish. Number two, Jack fixed the performance issues. 
He says that some plugins were slowing the site down and creating issues. So he uninstalled some redundant plugins and basically cleaned things up. He also updated some settings on WP Rocket, one of the caching and performance plugins to make the site load faster. Next, number three, he updated out-of-date articles. Again, kind of uh, best practice. It should be a normal practice. So anything that's old, you need to update it. By the way, don't go look at Niche Site Project because I haven't updated anything in a very long time. So follow the advice of Jack, but don't do what I do. Number four, write more topical articles. I figured that Google wants to see that you're active in your chosen industry, and I don't want to become a news site and constantly run that hamster wheel. But we wrote some articles that were on brand for the site, research-driven articles, and those did pretty well. So currently, three of the five articles on the site are about new products that have launched since September. So he didn't want to be a news site, but he also knew that there were some, some new topics that he could cover and they would potentially pay off. So this is a great example of taking advantage of just the recency and the fact that there's not that much content on new products or new topics in the industry. Number five, update categories and navigation. I realized I had a lot of thin content in some blog categories, like two or three articles for each one of those categories. So to, to reduce the clutter, I deleted some of the categories and consolidated into other posts and just kind of cleaned things up. Number six, create more organic backlinks. I didn't go overboard with a bunch of backlinking, but I'd rather spend time on the content, but I did link to my site a few times from different forums and I've linked to it in profiles on other sites. He added it in the footer of some of the sites that he also runs where he has access to make those updates. So he basically added a couple backlinks, but nothing crazy, no huge campaign. He did this in a very kind of organic way. A lot of times if you are able to put your links into a forum, even if they're no follow, you will get some traffic going over there. And that is a very good thing. So Jack goes on and says, I gladly admit that my site being hit could be a fluke. The recovery the recovery could be a fluke. And either way, my site is in a better position than before and currently tracking to make uh, about a thousand bucks for November and December. Again, all affiliate income. Couple side notes, and this is something I'll emphasize. It says future proofing. Here's what I'm doing to strengthen my site in the future. Email marketing. He says, I'm starting to collect emails. And now that things are better, after the update, he's making it a priority. Email list, people. You gotta have an email list. Next, YouTube. Products in my niche greatly benefit from audio visual demonstrations. So this is the natural next step in my site's evolution. I 100% agree. Again, email, podcasting, and YouTube. Those are the three things I've been focusing on. I really enjoy it. There's a barrier to entry and there's a lot of jokers out there that won't create a YouTube channel. They won't do a uh, podcast. And I'm just kidding about you being jokers. I mean, it, it's tough. It takes a lot of work and you have to, you have to be delusional enough. You have to be delusional enough to think that people want to hear what you have to say. And I count myself in that crowd. It turns out people will want to hear what you have to say 
But again, you have to be delusional enough to, to even try and think that. I think, is that narcissism? Is that what you call that? Okay, number three, social media. I'll create some social media profiles for the site and be less shy about sharing my site on personal accounts. And number four, backlinks. This probably won't be a, a top priority, but I'll work on it now and then to get some quality backlinks. And really, those are just great practices to diversify your platform overall and, and kind of the risk, right? So email marketing allows you to get in touch with your visitors or your customers. YouTube and podcasting allows you to be on other platforms. Podcasting is 100% independent. YouTube, you are relying on the, the platform. They can kick you out. There's some issues that you may run into, but YouTube is one of the you know more open kind of social media and content platforms. Social media, not my thing. I don't spend time on it. But if you do enjoy it, I encourage you to explore that interest. Okay, Jack, thank you very much for sharing your information here. Good luck on the recovery. Good luck on email marketing and get out there on YouTube. It's really fun. All right, next, this is Tobias. And I'm gonna link up to a video that he created and he has a YouTube channel. I don't know Tobias. I think he's followed uh, the channel. He's been subscribed for a little while. And I appreciate him reaching out, which is why I'm going to hook him up and you know, look at his video. Go, go check out his stuff. So he says, I'm a regular listener of your podcast. And in the recent episode, you requested case studies on recovery strategies. I manage multiple sites in Germany and primarily focus on affiliate marketing with minimal informational content. Unfortunately, all my sites experienced significant traffic drops ranging from 50 to 95% due to the latest core and spam updates. However, I've developed a recovery method that's showing promising results. Additionally, I've I outlined this in a video, which I'll link up to so folks do check it out. Leave a comment. Let uh, Tobias know that you heard about it from here. From my experience... The recent updates have drastically altered SEO dynamics. Sites with low domain rating, a DR, need to be particularly cautious with standard SEO practices. It seems that Google now perceives overly SEO optimized content as spam. I'm going to read that again. So it seems like Google is perceiving overly SEO optimized content as spam. For instance, using an exact match money keyword just twice in an article might be, quote, excessive. So while my sites haven't fully regained their pre-update rankings, the upward trend in the chart is a positive sign of recovery. And I wasn't able to pull the image over here, but basically you see a good amount of traffic and then it drops down to almost nothing. And then you see a very gradual improvement. It's very interesting. As I mentioned before, Duke, Pastor Duke, a friend of the channel here, mentioned in one of the comments that maybe you should sort of unoptimize and not treat things like an SEO, which I'm not 100% sure how to deal with that. But part of it would be not paying attention so much to some of the uh, on-page optimizing software that tells you to use uh, keywords or keyword frequency and things like Surfer SEO. There's a couple other others out there, but generally just you know writing the article and don't look so much like an SEO. That said, 
I have absolutely no data or experience. I've heard, you know, Duke and Tobias mention it. I'll let you have a look at the video over on Tobias's side to see what you think. Please leave a comment if you have any other, you know, further information about it. Shoot me an email, feedback at doug.show. We'd love to get more data around this. And, you know, as I mentioned, I'm not in social media so much. I think my hunch is there's probably some great Facebook groups, maybe on Twitter, there's all this discussion. Maybe everyone already knows this stuff, but I just haven't gotten into it myself because I'm not looking out there um, on social media. I have my head in the sand, folks. So let me know what's going on. If you have any specific information or data, let me know. If you have your own case study, you could share it with me. I won't share the site. I won't share the details, just the core facts that might help some other people out there. That's it for today. If you're not on the email list, please sign up. You could follow the uh, link in the show notes or description. Sign up for the email list where I will talk about uh, when I you know, give more updates in this area. Or if you have any questions or anything, you could shoot an email, feedback at doug.show. Let's get that uh, outro music going here. There we go. I think it's going, probably. I need to turn it on. There we go. All right, we'll catch y'all on the next episode. And yeah, that's it. Have a great week.